motivated God to choose me. <laughs> Why did he choose me? I don't know. But I'm so grateful. And I love him for that, that he has chosen me. The, the agent that is used is the Holy Spirit. God chooses us and he sent the Holy Spirit as his agent where, and you read this in Second Thessalonians, where it's like the energy that is required to make it happen. God sends his energy in the form of his Holy Spirit to indwell us. And the means is by the blood of Christ. It's the offering of Christ Jesus. And again, as we did read in, in Hebrews 10 and 10, it was through the sacrifice of the body of Christ Jesus once for all. And so looking at it, I still look in this and think, and still I've done nothing. I've been chosen by the will of God. He sent the Holy Spirit to make it happen. And it's all been done because of the atoning work of Christ at Calvary. And I am sanctified. Is there nothing that I need to do? Well, there is the little thing, if I call it that, of faith. It comes from the word of God. That's a human element, maybe, that comes into it, that the sanctifying power comes through faith. We have to put our faith, our trust in Jesus Christ. I think when we, and again, it's in reference, if you look at the, the booklet that we are, we, are, we are working through, there is reference to Paul's conversion, or Saul as he was known then, and Acts, and he's re relaying it to King Agrippa in chapter 26 of Acts. And he goes on to, to talk about that faith, that human element that came in. I'll just read it together, I think. <clears throat> Acts 26, and it talks about this in verse 18. And he's, when he's relaying his uh, meeting with the Lord on the road to Damascus, then he recounts what the Lord said to him. I'll just read the, in verse 16. I have appeared to you to appoint you as a servant and as a witness of what you have seen of me. And what I will show you, I will rescue you from your own people and from the Gentiles. I am sending you to them to open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, so that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. That's lovely that when you think that Paul had been called here is a lot happening to him. He is receiving this sanctification and 
he has been called for a purpose. And his purpose is to take the word to the Gentiles. And through the working of the Holy Spirit through Paul, goes out into the Gentiles. And there, through the power of the word of God, there's sanctification comes and it comes here so clearly in receiving the forgiveness of sins through the power of the word that Paul would, would preach and place they would be sanctified by faith in me. That sanctifying power is seen there in the action. So again, we go back to the will of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, the atoning work of Christ on the cross and the acceptance by faith of this sanctifying power that was going to transform people from darkness into light, transform them from death into life, uh, from darkness into light, from being slaves of sin to belonging to God, to being separated, becoming his children, becoming his, belonging to him, to be called saints. That's another word that's used a lot in the New Testament about saints, which means holy ones. The thing I always want to really stress on this part of sanctification is the fact that there's nothing that we do. I, I just like the, to take you to that picture of Aaron standing there, having been washed all over, having been sprinkled, been clothed and been anointed. And he's standing there and he is consecrated to God. He's sanctified. He's ready. But at that point, he hasn't done anything. It's all been done for him. And there he stands as somebody who is ready to be used by God. That's the same as us. When we accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our saviour, we have been chosen by the will of God. And we have been covered by Christ. We have been indwelt by the Holy Spirit. We have become saints. We are holy. And we stand in the righteousness of Christ. And we are ready to be used. It's an amazing picture that just to imagine yourself standing there before God. What do you say now? What does sanctification mean? You think of all that's been done for us, standing there in the perfection of Christ, called saints, <laughs> called holy, set apart, belonging to him. Is that the end? Is that it? Do we walk away and think, good, pleased about that? When we think of Aaron standing there, it's the same as Saul of Tarsus or Paul, as we better knew him, standing there blind 
on the road to Damascus, having received the Holy Spirit, or as he would do, <laughs> and empowered by it, chosen by God, he's presenting himself, the same as Aaron, to God, set apart. I belong to you now. Use me. Whatever it might be. I am now worthy to be used. I can now stand in the presence of God. Why? Because I am a good guy. Because I now don't sin anymore. Because I am perfect. No, because I have been chosen. Because I have been cleansed. Because I have been covered. Because I am in Christ Jesus. As David King, I'm worthless. I am a sinful man. But I have been made righteous. I have been made holy. I have been separated. I have been sanctified in God. Sanctified to God. I belong to him now. He's mine. I belong to him. I am one of his. So therefore, is it not incumbent on all of us now to be like Aaron? Well, what's the point of all this? As I stand here, washed, anointed, covered, cleansed, what's the purpose? You can now function for me. You now belong to me. I have a purpose for you. You'll now come into my presence. You'll now worship me. David will be talking about that next week in God's will, about the purposes of sanctification, the ongoing process of it. But I just take you to the point of the realization that we need to get to at the point where we stand and look at ourselves, look at the fact that we are covered, we are cleansed. It says in John 17, you know, that Jesus was sanctified and he was sent into the world for our sakes. <laughs> you know, I think that's amazing. Jesus was sanctified. How did he need to be sanctified? He was chosen by God. <laughs> well, he was God. But as a man, as a son of man, he was chosen. He was set apart for what purpose? To die at the cross at Calvary. And as far as I'm concerned, and hopefully you too, he was set apart to go to the cross and to bear my sins in order that I might be sanctified in the blood of Christ. He was sent into this world for my sake. He was sent into the world for your sake, that you and I might be sanctified, that we might be sanctified through the truth. Now that brings in something else. What's the truth? The Lord Jesus Christ prayed to his father, sanctify them in the truth. Because he says, your word is truth. The living word that became flesh and dwelt amongst men and went to the cross and died for us. He is the truth. And we learn the truth 
We receive the truth. We are sanctified in the truth because he is Christ Jesus. We accept him as the truth and we glorify his name. In Hebrews 10 and 14, it says, because of the one sacrifice he has made perfect forever, those who are sanctified or are made holy. And that brings us to the last part really is the eternal um, accomplishment of God in relation to his eternal purposes. Our sanctification is not something that we hang on to by the skin of our teeth, by our fingertips. We are sanctified for eternity. And it's because of that one sacrifice we have been made perfect. Ian was talking to us about our perfection in Christ. And it's nothing we have done to deserve it. It's nothing we have done to attain it. It's all by the will of God. That by that one sacrifice, we are made perfect forever. And forever, we are made holy. Thank you, Lord, for dying for me and for raising me up to this position that I don't deserve. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.